All right, everybody, thank you for jumping on with us for our Jumpstart podcast. I got my man Antonio Valencia. Very direct, very, you know, honest, does a great job with his clients and with his sales. And I wanted to get him on to go over some of the things that he's doing to get the most out of his um, month, every single month, just killing it. And uh, I wanted to talk to him. And he's with FFL Overcome. And we're excited to hear from him. So, Antonio, how you doing, my brother? I'm doing great, Mark. Thanks for having me today. Uh, it's always an honor and a privilege every time I get to, uh, you know, chat it up with you. So definitely appreciate your time as well. Appreciate you, brother. And honestly, you have one of the most, I want to say direct, but I want to say it differently than that. I want to say, I would say charismatic approaches to this business. I mean, my first time talking to you, it was just extremely clear that you understood what we were doing, how we're doing it, why we're doing it, and that it relays well to your client as well, which is why I wanted to get you on because, you know, you're not, there's no smoke, no mirrors, just here's what we are, here's what we're doing. And it feels like you came in with it naturally. It sounds like something for most people that is hard to come by because it, they, they struggle with that more than anything else is how they become themselves with working with the client. So I kind of want to start there, you know. What, what is, I want to say it's natural, but I'm going to let you tell it. What made you, or how did you get to that comfort level fast? Um, yeah, that's a that's a great question, Mark, and that's, that's sort of a deep one too, I suppose. I guess taking you back a little bit further, really starting from the beginning, right? My childhood, um, grew up in a broken home, right? Parents were divorced as long as I can remember, so I was always bouncing around schools. You know what that meant for me was I was always having to make new friends, um, establish relationships, try not to be alone, right? Throughout my uh, my early years. Um, so really that ability to make friends and just, you know, be open, empathetic, um, relatable to people quickly, I think that translated really well for me over time. Um, mm-hmm. I really never let go of it. My my dad was a very social person. Um, my mom was very social growing up. Mm-hmm. So I saw, you know, angles on, on socializing. I was, you know, put into situations where I was constantly uncomfortable having to make new friends. And, you know, kind of like you, you pointed out, right, in order to have a client believe, right, and trust that we're going to protect their families, we need to meet them on some sort of level, right? And I think for me, you know, that's really where that comes into play is, you know, just taking that past experience and really just having the mindset. And I think this is where it gets difficult for a lot of people, Mark, but having the mindset where, like, you're not guarded when you go into a conversation, Right, because so often when we meet people, um, you know, there's there's kind of this joke, right, where it's how do I make new friends as an adult, right? Do I go on Craigslist and it's like, you know, adult male looking for a friend, you know, like that's just kind of weird, right? Um, school is where we make friends. Work is where we make friends, <laughs> you know? <laughs> but, why? you know, why is that, right? It's because we're forced into situations with people. Right. Over time, we eventually open up. Right. Over time, we eventually let people into our little worlds. And if you can find a way to do that quicker and do it honestly with the client, um, you, you just establish that relationship so much faster. Right. So, I mean, my younger brother passed away uh, a few years ago. I'm not shy about telling it to clients. Right. I'm not shy about, you know, letting them into, into my world with my wife and, and our dogs that like to bark and go crazy when I'm in appointments or, you know, whatever might be going on. I relate to them as a person, 
right? Because mm. they're a person first, you know, you see the person, you'll, you'll get to the client, right? And I think right. that's what a lot of agents have trouble with is just being guarded, you know, what, what can I share, what can I not share, um, how do I relate to this person? Yeah, it, long time coming. You, you would never know that I came from commercial property management where I actually just yelled at people all the time. <laughs> I, uh, I, I'm not kidding, Mark. My, uh, my wife used to, she used to proofread my email to make sure I wasn't being too aggressive. Um, true story. And uh, then I just jumped into this, waited for my bonus, quit my job, and said I'm an I'm insurance broker now. That's strong, man. Um, I love that story. It makes all the sense in the world. It's why when I first spoke to you, I felt that way. Because you, you had gotten really good at it already. Um, but that's cool, man. You know, meet the person, then you'll meet the client. Like, that's a huge takeaway. And I think that transfers to a new agent. You know, it's like, take a minute. You know, just treat them like, 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 like you were talking, like you were having a conversation with somebody that you you care about and it's going to unfold itself yeah no, i think that one of the things that gets a lot of new agents tripped up mark is they, they get too focused on the script right and when you get too focused on the script i mean which you know of course isn't a bad thing um to an extent right but you have to remember it is a conversation mm. whenever i'm talking to my new agents i'm you know here's a script here's here's what top producers are saying right um but you have to listen to the responses you have to you have to understand the conversation um, and have a conversation, right? You can't just read a script, make a sale, and, and say, hey, listen, that family's protected. You know, you didn't, come, you didn't build any value, right? Like, that's not how it works. That's great. You know? That's great. Um, they'll be calling you in a couple of weeks with some bad news, right? Um, but when you have the conversation, you listen to their answers, you respond back to what they're talking about, Right, show them that you're actively listening. Um, it, it goes a long way. That is huge, bro. Um, this is this is very valuable training. Um, that makes a lot of sense. And you know, we're we're a lot of times trying to train new agents, and we're trying to train agents that have been stuck at a certain level, whether it be ten families or fifteen families a month, how to get to up in thirty, forty families a month, right? And understanding these small nuances are massive when it comes down to it. How are you structured from a lead standpoint, schedule standpoint? I know you're doing telesales. What does that typically look like week to week? Yeah, so typically week to week, um, I mean, I'm working anywhere from 12 to 14-hour days, six days a week, right? So Monday through Saturday. Uh, Typically, I work the majority uh, of my business is East Coast, right? But living in Central Time, um, you know, puts me offset by an hour, right? So I'm waking up, getting on and ready by 7 a.m. my time so I can start dialing out 8 o'clock local, right? I think between 8 and 10, that's your golden time frame right there. Um, you know, followed up, you know, just by like eh, 5.30, 7.30, right? So when before people are heading to work, after people get off of work. Right, you're going to set more appointments than any other time in the day. Um, every day is a dial day for me, right? And every morning is protected for me, right? So, 
traditionally speaking, right, and it's funny I say traditionally, a, a year ago when I started, Mark, um, I was doing in-homes, right? So dial days were Mondays and Thursdays. You were dialing for the next two days. You're out in the field, right? We're transitioning into this into this realm where we have the ability. I can call now and book appointments for later today, right, and not have to worry about driving three hours to Indianapolis one direction, right? I can do that now. So I can book appointments for tonight. I can book appointments for tomorrow. And then guess what? If one of those appointments doesn't show up, that's fine because I'm going to go set two or three more appointments, right? I'm going to, I'm going to get back to some of the emails that I might have missed. I'm going to make sure that my day is full. So when you work in a virtual environment the way that I have it set up, you're doing one of two things, right? You're running appointments or you're dialing the phones. If you're not running appointments, you should be dialing the phones. If you're not dialing the phones, that's because today and tomorrow and maybe the next day is fully booked, right? But in a virtual world, I'm not even trying to book out more than 24 hours, to be honest with you. Uh, it's just, you know, kind of silly. You, you've got all the time to make the calls, you know, tonight and tomorrow. That's, that's your prime time. Um, the next day, if possible. And then if they need anything farther than that, you know, hey, sorry, I'll give you a call back and, and we'll figure it out. Right. Okay. Um, but doing that, I mean, it, it lets you run just a, a ridiculous amount of appointments. I mean, I think mm -hmm. I can, I can book about 70 or so in a week. Um, that's a busy week, <laughs> you know, and, and I, I <laughs> we, yeah, we, we make this joke, right? Like I, I, I kind of joke around with people, right? It's like, Again, going back to traditional, right, 30 appointments a week. I tell people if you're virtual and you're doing 30 a week, you're part-time. Let's be real, right, because 30 hours in a virtual environment, that's 30 hours, right? That's, that's, not, that's not the same as 30 appointments doing in-homes, right? Let's, let's call it what it is. Um, you, can, you can get double the appointments in, still have a crappy batting average, Right, and make good money. Right, um, so if you can combine and that's those the goal, things, correct? Um, and that's that's the goal, right? Well, you know, secondarily, right, to protecting the families, but it, it goes hand in hand, right? You protect the families, the families are going to protect you back. That's the way I always look at it. Um, I love it. So yeah, I mean, that's that's the goal, right? Is you know, you find people who are interested in help. You know, you you get them the help that they're looking for, then you call the next one, right? And sometimes you got to argue with them and say, hey, listen, you wanted this help, even though you don't now, you're, you're going to listen. <laughs> um, but, you know, sometimes those are the most thankful clients, right? The, the people who pick up the phone and say, yeah, I don't want this. I don't need this. It's like, well, it's just my job to get you the info, Mark, right? What you do with it is up to you. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, you know, you're uh, you're protecting your family, right? No doubt. That's huge. When you look at leads, so, yeah, it's uh, your structure on leads. Mm -hmm. How does that typically look? In Seventy appointments. Um, automated. You know, to to be honest, it's uh, it's really automated. Um, the biggest thing there is just, you know, taking taking every opportunity that that takes you away from dialing, booking appointments, 
Um, you know, once you're building an agency, you know, recruiting, um, you know, all of those things, right? If you can automate, you know, as much as you can, um, that's the spot to be, right? So typically I'm spending between 2000 to $3,000 a week or so um, on leads, right? That's getting me, you know, maybe depending on the week, depending on the return rate, right, for, for specific lead vendors, you know, 100, 150 leads or so, right? With those 150 leads, you call them pretty quick. Um, you know, it's fresh in their mind. You book that appointment. Um, you know, typically you're, you're, you're booking a good amount of appointments. Um, and then you just got to close them up, right? So one of those things that I got away from early on is, you know, sending an email out every Thursday or Friday saying, hey, you know, what do you guys have for leads? You know, what, what might be available? What might be this? What might be that? Because I was leaving my business up to chance, right? And if, if you're leaving it up to chance where you don't even know if you might have leads next week, right? Imagine imagine being a race car driver and being like, well, I'm not sure if there's gas up there, you know, but I'm trying to win this race. Like, it's not going to go very well for you. Um so automate the leads for sure. Um, you know, spend how you want to earn, right? That's the other thing. You wanna you wanna earn a lot of money. You gotta spend a lot of money, right? That's just how it is. Um, the more you spend, the more leads you have. The more leads you have, the more opportunities you get. The more opportunities, you know. It, it, it's just math, Mark. <laughs> it's uh, I, I talk to I talk to people about this all the time. It's just math. <laughs> <laughs> you know the 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 FCC, the FCA, they they can slap all the regulations they want on on what we can say, but math is math. It doesn't take a rocket science to figure all this stuff out, mm-hmm. right? When when you have a hundred leads, you you book, you know, let's say two out of five, right? That's a that's a what twenty percent. That's a forty percent ratio. That's forty appointments, right? Out of those forty, let's say fifty percent don't show. Right, that's pretty average, especially in virtual. Right, now you're down to 20 appointments. Out of those 20 appointments, what do we say? 25% are laydowns. Right, so there's there's five right there. Chances are one of those might be married. Right, so there's an extra policy. It's just math. You know, if you can if you can understand the math, you can take the emotion out of it. I think you get a lot farther, a lot quicker. That makes sense, dude. That, that's it's soothing talking to you. I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean, hey, I appreciate you, it. No, I mean it. I mean, like if I'm, you know, if I'm a new agent, I I want to hear you. You know what I mean? Because I'm hopeful that I'm gonna do well listening to you. Just kind of simplify it and talk about, you know, how simple this this is. It's not complicated, you know. And um, I think that that's awesome and it's what people need to hear but it's also true <laughs> you know, it's not just you know a sales tactic it's true and i think that's yeah. the thing that people really need to understand is how simple this actually really is i love the way you say it it's just math you know that that that, that levels the playing field a bit for people looking to make this 100 you know, percent i'm bigger than it is you don't you know what i mean you don't have to be better than the next guy Right. If you're if you're more active than the next guy, 
people will know. You don't got to be better. You just got to put the numbers in your favor. You know? It, it, it just, it really is that easy. I mean, you know, we, we could break it down all day, but it, it's that easy. Now, I, I wish some of my new agents, you know, saw that before they saw my direct side. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I think, <laughs> I think it's a little bit of both, right? They, they come into that realization. They're like, yeah, you, you are right. You, you train me hard, but uh, it, it's just the numbers, right? That's it, man. I get it. So that makes all the sense in the world. So when you are, are I don't know, are you booking 70 or is that what your capacity is? Uh, that's about what my capacity is, right? I, I shoot for, I want to be talking to at least, I'd say talking to at least 30 to 40 people a week. Right. If you're trying to talk to 30 to 40 a week, you have to book 60, 60 plus, um, you know, just just to kind of make those numbers. So talk to 40, book 60. Yeah. And that's, that's, a, that's a pretty good. What would you say is a good is the ratio on the on the 40 that you talk to typically to help them? understand the value of life insurance and make a buying decision? Um, out of the 40 that I'm talking to, I would say that that's probably about 30% or so, right? Okay. Maybe Which maybe a little bit lower some weeks, maybe a little bit higher some weeks. But that's, that's roughly on average, um, and I'm working on that, right? Um, another one you of the things that I, I kind of – You're doing 30%. You're doing very well. Um, you're, yeah, you're, you're still doing good. <laughs> so 40 was 30% of 40. That's, uh, what, 12? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and again, some of those are married, right? Um, you know, so they're going to be good. It, it, it just goes back to the numbers, right? And and this is the way that I look at it, right, is you track, you track how many appointments you set, you track how many appointments showed up, you track how many sales you got, you track how many apps you submitted, right? You track your AP. And then you just go back to the numbers. Say, all right, listen, my my sit ratio or my show ratio is less than 50%. So what am I going to do? I'm going to go work on tie downs, right? Well, hey, mm-hmm. at this point, Mark, I got the tie downs in pretty well, right? Um, so my sit ratio is relatively good. And now it's saying, hey, listen, well, how many of these am I actually closing? All right, well, now I can address that percentage-wise because I know what those percents are because I'm tracking my numbers. And now I know, hey, I need to bring it back to the in-home presentation, right? Did I get comfortable and complacent and stop bringing emotion this past week? Mm. Um, did I did I try a new, you know, set of verbiage this week, some new uh, talking points or word tracks, right? What What changed from this week to that week to give mm. me those different results? Right. And when you just take mm-hmm. it back again, take it back to the numbers, you you can quickly find where you need to address things. Um, that's a beautiful thing about being in the financial space. You know, this this isn't it. We're not reading poetry that's open to interpretation. Right. The numbers are the numbers. You don't get to change them no matter how you want. Right. Um, <laughs> So, you know, I'm a logical kind of person, so for me, you know, the numbers is where I where I thrive. 
Dude, it's huge though. I mean, again, your delivery is is is, is your gift. Um, but I think that if people can just understand your approach is not it's, just because I say gift doesn't mean it's special. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's, right. it's 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 the fact that you've embraced this and have and have you know kind of you know learned how to live well within this space of communication. And making people feel at ease with your delivery. And like you said, you worked on it. You, your wife used to have to send your emails or proofread your emails. So it's great, man. I mean, this is what new agents should be hearing and listening to. Is like it is a process, dude. We're not. It's not microwave. Not really a microwave business. Can you speak to the process? I mean, we 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 get people that that make some money pretty quickly, and then it it becomes the feel of a get rich quick scheme. And you and I both know that's not true. So mm-hmm. how do you, what, what, what would you say to someone who you're trying to communicate with about the expectations and the fact that, you know, it's, it's a process. Yeah. Um, that's a great question. So, you know, let's, let's be real transparent here for a second, right? It, it's not all uphill, you know, um, you know, kind of like talking to grandpa back in the day, right? Some sometimes you're gonna feel like you're walking uphill both ways, you know, in the snow in, in January. Um, but you have to understand what's on the other side, right? And you know, to the to the pyramid scheme, to you know, some of those other illusions to get rich quick, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, you know, I really just take it back. Like, look at the numbers. Just look at the numbers, right? Um, you you focus on the numbers. You understand, you know, what's going on, how it works. You look at any other business, you know, anywhere in the world and understand that they're not going to be profitable for, you know, two, three, four years in, right, which uh, in my opinion is insane. But I tell you what, I love going to those new restaurants who are willing to take, you know, that gamble on themselves, right, over a four-year time span before they start seeing a return, right? I love going there, right? Um, But I also want to be the kind of person that has – has the the stamina and longevity to do the same thing with this platform, right? So, you know, you can come in and make a lot of money really fast. You can come in and make no money, you know, just as fast, right? Um, it, it's kind of dependent on the person, if we're being honest. Um, you know, I'll be real with you. I've sat in front of some of my newer agents, and I've read from one person's script, one producer's script, sold a policy, read from another producer's script, sold another policy, read from a different producer's script, and sold a policy. Reading the scripts, Mark, you know, mind you, not not knowing the scripts, reading the scripts, right? So I sounded a little bit off, if I'm honest. Um, but again, it's, it's not it's not always about the script. It's, it's about the person. It's about how they come across, how they feel, your, the energy that you bring to this. And it's just one of those things where I, I had no expectations of, you know, being rich quick. I was I was born poor, <laughs> you know, in trailer park, apartments, you know, being homeless for a while, um, been there, done that, decided I wasn't going back, right? So when I left my corporate job, I made the decision at that point, it doesn't matter what this is, I'm going to give it everything that I've got, right? And that's how you have to go into a new business. If you go into it half-hearted, well, that's what you're going to get out of it. People people can naysay all they want, but at the end of the day, 
really all that tells me is that they don't have the belief in themselves to to really just kind of do it. That's 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 really good, man. Um, and I appreciate this podcast so much. Um, I think this is for anybody, veteran, new, but I think it's soothing for a new person to listen to or someone that's trying to get over the hump. So thank you so much for getting on with us, Big Antonio. I appreciate you, brother. Absolutely. Appreciate you, Mark. You have a good rest of your day. You as well. Jumpstart, Antonio Valencia. Listen to it and play it back. Armbar. Thank you, brother. Take care.